Colliding World's Fine Art Gallery, located in the Cathedral City Art and Design District, represents unique works of art from local and international artists. Colliding World's Fine Art Gallery is located at 68895 Perez Road, Building I in Cathedral City. For more information, please contact 1-866-458-3592. And remember to tune in to Colliding Worlds Radio every Saturday at 10 a.m. The fourth annual Black History Month Cultural Appreciation Fashion, Music, and Art Extravaganza, Saturday, February 2nd, 2019. Sponsored by Contour Dermatology, Anika Brown Designs debuts its Palm Springs Modern Urbanite Collection. For more info, visit www.anikabrowndesigns.com. Hey, everybody, we're back and we're still talking art. We're talking to Don Porter. And again, his website is Don Porter, D-O-N-P-O-R-T-E-R.com. You can look at his work. It's, it's really kind of interesting when you, when you go through and you, when you look at a body of work that a person leaves. And it's, it's really kind of an interesting thing when you're looking at a piece and you're seeing something, but it's not really what you think it is. Um, again, it comes back to, when you're creating art, you're seeing something secondhand. You're seeing something that's come from the hand and the mind of another person that they've interpreted an, an image or a thought or a feeling, and whether they've committed it to canvas or photography or to sculpture. It's a secondhand view of somebody else's vision. And now you as a viewer are left to interpret that, and you have to make a decision, what you see. Um, and it's kind of an interesting dialogue. So, Don, I mean... Basically, like you said before, you create art. It's kind of like a little selfish, little selfish world where you're creating something that's an expression of yourself. Now you've pushed it out into the universe for others to see, and the interpretations get kind of wild and kind of crazy. And now you, as an artist, when someone says something to you like "I don't get it" or "Geez, I love it," how do you process that? Because Again, it can go one of two ways. I mean, negative criticism can put someone back in a shell and too much puffery. It'll be like every artist that comes into the gallery who's never sold a piece and thinks they're worth all worth a million dollars uh, because everybody's telling them how good they are. It's it's kind of interesting. There, there's, you know, the positive uh, feedback and the negative also. Both of them are, are quite helpful. But there's also a third variety, in my, especially in my work, I've noticed that these images – uh, don't register as reality with people. A lot of abstract art doesn't. But th- my my critics, uh, a lot of them, my friends, were saying, "Well, I see a face here, and I see a fish there, and there's a there's a whale, and there's a turtle." And I'm saying, "No, that's not what I'm trying to do. This is plain abstract, asymmetrical modern art. I want you to see it for that only." And it kind of aggravates me that they always have to see, oh, I see your face. No, that's not what I'm trying to do. If it was going to be my face, you know, I've drawn my face. I used to draw self-portraits. In fact, I think I'll post one on Facebook just so that uh, you can see that I can do it. Uh, But it is very, very interesting how people have this cognitive dissonance that they bring to the fore, and they must see something that's real to them to feel comfortable. And this, you know, I studied psychology for years, years, too many, and realized that cognitive dissonance is really what motivates us to get out of our discomfort zone and find out what the heck that is that we're looking at. And so, you know, I'll name a piece like I have a piece that I just did 
or I did it a while ago, but I've just posted it called Odysseus. And people want to see that. turtles and they want to see starfish and they want and I'm saying, no, it's Odysseus. Look it up if you have to. If you don't know who Odysseus was, this is Odysseus going through the seas for 10 years on his search and his quest. And people don't, you know, they don't, they don't really uh, want to see it. I love it. I wrote my paper, Why He Should Be in Hell. Oh. Because we, I was being a part of the Dante Society. Yeah. And I wrote oh, really? my, my paper. Everyone was oh. like, why is he in hell? Why is... I'm like, well, he belongs there. Yeah, right. And he, I gave my, all my reasonings he worked, why. He worked hard to get there. <laughs> he did a great job, man. Yeah. I got to tell you. Right. But it, it, I think sometimes, too, we are always told... And this is go, I think goes back to, like art critics and whatever sometimes a piece of art is just what it is you know there's no hidden meaning you don't have to uh, but we're told we're told by art critics and we're told by people higher you know who know better that well you've got to see the struggle of humanity or sometimes it's it's not quite it's you've got to see something and if you see nothing there's something wrong with you. Right. Go back to you being a psychologist, a sociologist, and you have those ink blots. It's like, yeah. do, do, do you see mom and dad in right, this? It's like, right. no, not really. Well, yeah. there's something wrong with you. you yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Well, we're making it up as we go along. That's for sure. I remember uh, I loved it. I look, and looking back at it, I used to love – I used to paint – uh, I would paint at home. I'd go back and visit my parents and do a painting. My mother would sit behind me looking at it, and she would constantly be saying, oh, that's interesting. You know, and what a wonderful, what a wonderful reward it is for that act of putting brush to canvas with color and form. It's just remarkable how, how you know, she wished that she would be able to do it. I think she could have, but she just never got that kind of encouragement. But she, instead, she gave it to her son. I think that's a w- wonderful gift. I think it's. I think too. As I go back to, it's like I think we're all born artists. We always give the kid that little piece of paper and say, yeah. "Go in a corner and color." Right. You 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 allow for that creativity to come out. And I remember going to school and taking classes, and you know, the teacher or someone would say, "Okay, today we're going to draw squares and circles," and then I get to look over. Except for you, because it was like, okay. And I'd start out, and it'd be over here, and it'd be over there, and it, was, yeah. it, it, it had a it had it had a meaning to me. It had a purpose, right. and I enjoyed it. Um, also, too, again, I think you know that selfish aspect of art. It does allow you to release as an artist. It, it gives you an outlet for yourself. Um, whether you're going through conflict, or you're going through joy, or you you're going through whatever kind of emotion that you can't fully formulate. Sometimes. It comes through in your work, um, Picasso with the dove. It's simple. It's a simple, beautiful yeah. piece, but it says it says so many things that were, were going through his head at the time. That's kind of a cool thing, too. Yes. And when you go back with your radical wasabi, you're talking about... Uh, you're talking about something that's it's a decaying moment, a fleeting moment. It has some kind of a meaning for you. It does. It does because we're everything, as I said, everything is temporary. Everything is fleeting. It's impermanent. It's transient. And at the same time, there's a transcendency to it. As you create something that is beautiful to you, you can create something that you can exhibit as this is my sense of beauty. Here, take it. And if you if they want to take it, they can. You have offered it. And just that act of, as you said, just releasing that energy, that tension within you, within your art, you benefit humanity. Because when you go out in the world, you're a much better person for it, for having done that. 
So, in you know, for instance, at, at being being at the, the Steinway uh, Society benefit that uh, I'm going to be exhibiting my work. What you know, Mark at, at is their accountant is in awe of my work. He's one of the few people who is saying, "God, this is a fantastic." Uh, medium that you've invented. And I said, well, I wouldn't go that far, but, you know, thank you very much. And he said, no, I want you to come to this to this benefit. Show your work, and I want you to get up and explain how you do it. And I've got to thank you, Angela, for today allowing me to express it, because now I think I have something to say. Would you come to the benefit and interview me that way at, the, at that, actually, at that fundraising benefit? If I'm around. Yeah, come on. It's kind of like a fun thing when, you, but you get. I've done I've done panel discussions where we've we've had authors or whatever, and we sit there and we go back and forth. And what I find most interesting, people want to know about the artist. The things that they're most not interested in is is the process. It's always the why. Um, huh. One of the questions that I get, unless they're a technical group, okay. most yeah. people want to know why did you do this. Why? And maybe there's a why and maybe there isn't. I couldn't not do it. This is it's such a natural outgrowth of who I am, who I want to be. You know, Terry, for instance, Terry Hastings said, oh, I thought you you just used Photoshop to create this. I don't even know how to use Photoshop. Oh. Did Terry tell you that Terry and Angela Photoshop story? No. Both of us are photographers and they asked us to do a, do a poster for, for something for Artist Council one time. And neither one of us, except for cropping, really know how to use Photoshop. So we create this beautiful thing, and we hand it over, and they go, okay, what layer is all of this? Like, Excuse me? <laughs> yeah. So somebody else had to come and do it all over <laughs> right, again. Right. Terry's gotten better at it. I still – Yeah, he's he's using it quite a bit now. But he And he uses it in, a, in an interesting manner. He does. But, yeah. but the thing is, is that, you know, you capture what the eye sees. Mm-hmm. Um, I, always, I always liked photography, and – one of the things I like is it, it captures an instantaneous moment. Again, it's a moment that will never be repeated. Um, I've, I've talked to artists who will spend hours, hours sitting at the same spot for that, that second of perfection. Yeah. Um, it, there's a dedication to it. But, but again, it's, it's, ultimately a, it's a, ultimately a self-expression of something, joy, love, hate, whatever it is. Right. It can be political. It doesn't have to be political. But it has to evoke some response. I mean, to me, what makes a piece of art interesting or good, did it evoke a response in the viewer? Because art is a participatory sport. Yes. I couldn't agree more. You know? Really, is. even if the partici- the only participant is yourself, you're you're giving yourself feedback all the time, all the time. Isn't it a funny thing when you create your work and and you sit there and you look at it and you find yourself talking to yourself? Yeah, like- all the time. I'm, <laughs> and that's one thing that isolation helps breed. Actually, in the the pinion isolation, I'm talking to myself all the time, running around creating these things. I've got three or four works under construction now. They're just decaying objects, but they're under construction for my eye. And that's how I created. But that's that's kind of the cool thing. I in my if you ever came to my studio, it there's just it's organized chaos. Yeah. And oh yeah. Because oh. I've got a I've got a fiber project over mm. here. I've got a sculpture over right. here. I've got a, you know a stone that's ready to be set over here. I understand it all. But sometimes when I look back and I'll go, yeah, but they'd all look good together. Uh-huh. You know, that's that's the most interesting part of, of I think of being an art. But but again, 
it's a dialogue. It, it's truly a book as a dialogue, music as a dialogue. Yeah. They evoke some response. I know. And music is something that I wish I put more into my life. I think you have more so. And I, I envy that because I, next life I will be a musician, I swear. I promise, Mom. I think I I just think that the arts are just not necessarily when people when you say art the average person thinks it's a painting on the wall mm. and there's so many other things yeah. that you know are art we've had fiber artists on we've had ceramic artists on we've had photographers on uh, sewers people you know fashion designers whatever it, makeup artists whatever it is there's there's something to it that that evokes a creative response and there's another art too that I forgot to mention both my parents were actors and you know they said hey if you can do anything else and be happy do it because they saw all of their for most of their friends who could not make a living at acting they were haberdashers they were sign painters they were this you know but they happened to get lucky and they were good enough so that they could actually make a make a living do it doing it. So I I started doing that when I st- was still in LA after Berkeley then there were 10 years in LA and I had headshots made and I did some videos oh. and I'm saying, you know, this is tough because I was playing hoodlums that were barely, you know, smarter than the than the boss. You you got to love it. You got to love it. I mean, in the, in the short amount of time we have left, I, I want to thank you, Don, for being a part of the show. But the life of an, uh, try being an actor and try being a model. Yeah. At sixty, that the fact that they still yeah. want me well, makes but, me makes yeah. me it makes well, me happy. You are ageless, so I, you know we all envy that. <laughs> <laughs> thank I'm, you so much. I want to thank you all for coming. This is Colliding Worlds Radio again. Don Porter. You can look him up at donporter.com. Check out the Steinway Society. We'll give you more information about that as it rolls in. Again, go out there, have a great week, be creative, and if somebody says, eh, go, hey, do it. Just do it and have a great time doing it. Colliding Worlds Radio will be here next week. Have a great, great week.